and welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today we bring you episode number three and it's the first one for the new year, 2021. I'm sure we can all agree that we are happy to see the back end of 2020. Um, today I have a very special guest. She's been on before, but I thought I'd bring her in again because a lot has happened since the last time she was on here, and that is Kelly Greenslade from Up Yourself Training. How are you, Kelly? Well, I'm absolutely fantastic as always. As always. I like as it. Always. Good answer. So I thought I'd get in with chat um, about a couple of things. Firstly, we'd go back to last year and talk about your contest prep experience because obviously um, you were prepping for season A. That got shut down because of COVID, as many things did, and you made the, uh, the tough call to continue on the season B. Um, and then I thought I'd, I'd pick your brain about, because um, you're now working down at World Gym Caloundra and a P, as a PT, so you've started started down there, obviously you were PTing before that, but I want to pick your brain and uh, just talk to you about your experience of becoming a trainer and um, maybe some advice you can give those that want to enter that world. Awesome. Cool. All right, well, let's go back. Take your mind back to last year. Um, Do we have to? <laughs> well, no, not necessarily. <laughs> we'll be very selective about what we talk about. But obviously, you prepped. You did uh, three shows. Yes. Three federations, yes. number of divisions within each one. Yes. Um, just give us an overall consensus on your experience um, because obviously you prepped for such a long time. It was a, a big bucket list item of yours. Yeah. Um, yeah, give us a, an overall experience summary yeah. now reflecting back <laughs> yeah now now is probably a better time to ask than I <laughs> previously yeah um so i did i did prep for um season a but i went into that um off the back of the transformation as well so i've sure. actually kind of been prepping for a super super long time if that makes any sense what, 18 months maybe Longer? Uh, nearly two years. Ooh. So, well, I mean, I wasn't prepping for transformation. Obviously, that was just off the back of, you know, dieting. Yeah. Um, so, uh, once we hit transformation, I said, yep, this is it. This is me. Let's go. Right. And uh, so, you put my food up straight away. So, that was like the happiest day of my life. <laughs> Um, I don't know if your husband would agree with that. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have to deal with me wanting to eat everything off of his plate anymore. So um, we went up straight after um, transformation show, so I got my calories nice and high. Yep. Probably got a little fluffier than I wanted to, but, you know, stuff isn't uh, built in the uh, comfort zone, as we say here. Mm-hmm. So we got some uh, shoulders built in that time, which was Very nice. like, one of my what what moments. <laughs> Um, and then we jumped into season eight. Calories were pretty decent. Like yeah. um, you got me pretty high um, to run into that show, uh, into that season. Uh, so prep for season eight. Uh, what was it? Three weeks out from it stage. Might be two weeks was it? Yeah, or one of the two. Yeah. It was not cool. Yeah. Uh, cried for a good three days. Um, that's fine. All good. Whatever. Yeah, kind of like out, out, control. out of control. Exactly. Um, so it wasn't wasn't I guess a failure on on my part. So, no, not you know, at all. It was easier in that respect, I guess. Yep. Um, so yep. Let's uh, make the decision. We're going to go season B. What mm. are we going to do? We're going to keep you know rolling you know through prep the whole time. Or talk about that for a second. Did you find it hard to maintain motivation based on the fact that you, the pin the pin had just been pulled? No, not really. No, you were, um, you were cool to keep going. You didn't have a lull period where you just sort of, why I mean, am I doing this? Like I said, I cried for three days. Yeah. Um, I was actually really proud that when you made the decision to pull us out, mm. um, because it was you actually made the decision before the federations yeah. all closed down, yeah. um, because it was the right thing for your athletes. Mm. So um, we, we got pulled out, and I do remember 
Um, when I told everyone, I told my boss first at work mm. um, after you told me, and she um, said to me, "Are you okay?" I burst into tears because that's what you do, well, what girls do anyway, when people ask well, if you're okay and you're, and, and you're hungry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, because I was down at about I think 13 to 12 around the end there, mm. just before the end of that season. Um, and she said, do you, want, do you want to go across the road and get a big burger? <laughs> um, and I said, no. I, so I stayed on the locales for another three days, I think it was. Sure. And then we started reversing. Yeah. Um, so when we started reversing, um, I guess the thing that I was focused on was, was making the right decision. Um, but I'm kind of lucky in a way because I was studying to be a personal trainer. Mm. So I just had to um, concentrate on switching my focus yep. for what I was doing in my life. So at this time, it is out of my control. Yep. Um, I mean, I was probably as depressed as everyone else, right? Like, it was just one of those things. Um, but yeah, so it was just very much focused on uh, reversing well yep. um, because you do drum into us while we're prepping, before we prep, every moment in between about the importance of our reverse dieting. Absolutely. Um, and part of that's obviously our exercise as well. So yes. I had to keep that up. Um, so I just did what I could um, in that period of time, but focus, just switch my focus to my personal life instead. Okay. Um, so that's kind of how I got through that. Yep. Besides the fact that you also gave me more food. So that always makes people <laughs> feel better, right? Like food's a, food's a mood. It is. So, um, yeah, so we got, and I guess the aim was if we were going to head for season B, mm. get your calories high as possible so yeah. that we started a better position than we did for season A. Yes. So that was the focus. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So then... So we dieted down season A, season B, fast forward to it got shifted. So when was it? It was October, October. November, wasn't it? Yeah. October. Yeah. So yeah. October, the last one was first of November. That's right. Um. So we, I think it moved about a month. That's right. They the pushed track. it out because yeah. of the rules and everything. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. So talk us through like the last couple of weeks of that. Um, you know how you felt. Um, you know, did you self doubt, question marks, um, uh, all that sort of stuff? Obviously, you were still studying. No, actually, at that point you were working as I was, PT. I was working fourteen hour days. Yeah, I was working full time still at yeah. my office job. Yep. Um, plus, I was PTing out of here. Yes. Um, morning and evening. And then so, still trying to be a mum and a wife as well. Yeah, I just. I attracted a few more clients than I was expecting, which mm. was fantastic. Um, but yeah, it meant that I was working massive, massive hours. Mm. Um, I was on no food, and so <laughs> big, huge shout out to all of my clients because they <laughs> they watched me um, lose some weight in my face and were a little bit concerned, I guess, towards the end there. So just a disclaimer: when you say you're on no food, you're still on reasonable I was, food. I was just, eating. It's <laughs> just no food for you. No food, especially when I started season B with a lot of calories. Yeah, exactly. Time. So, um, yeah. So, um, okay. The so the last couple of weeks leading up to it, mm. um, which is shit. Yeah. Like I don't think there's a way to prep properly and escape that feeling. No. Um, especially when you are eating a lot less than your body is used to consuming. So once you, um, you know, are sitting up at that decent calorie mark and, um, you know, you're pushing really hard at the gym and you get better and better and better at the gym, 
um, you you kind of um, have a standard to yourself mm. um, to maintain a certain intensity at the gym, lift certain weight at the gym. Um, so two of the biggest struggles I have in prep, and I had the same struggle in season A, was my um, loss of strength yep. during prep. Yep. Um, that's probably the hardest thing for me to deal with mm. um, because I am an overachiever, as you know, <laughs> and I like to hit my numbers. Yep. So um, for season B, though, um, I actually didn't lose as much strength as in season A. So, I mean, there could be a multitude of factors. Yeah involved with that um but i think that one of the biggest things is like my headspace so, big time yeah so big i time. knew exactly what i like i knew more about what i was to expect yep um i didn't let the self-doubt come in as much to say i didn't have any would be ridiculous because I think everyone has that it's just part of the game yeah um part of the sport because you you put poor so much time into it you miss things you miss birthday parties you miss um you know family events you have people saying strange things to you all the time um and so um you know because you're putting so much energy and so much passion into well i definitely do into into what you're trying to achieve um it it is hard it's really really hard especially in those last um, couple of weeks you're tired. Yep. Um, never mind the fact that I was working 14 hour days. That's that's neither here nor there. You are exhausted. You're exhausted. You're trying to maintain your intensity at the gym uh-huh. while eating probably like you know almost half of what you used to. And I'm saying like I'm on 2,000 plus calories here. So for a girl like you know, we're still on decent calories towards the end, but it's still not Low. a lot when you're trying to lift yeah. you know 110 kilo deads. Um, but I maintained it a lot better, mm-hmm. I think, this season. Yep. So reflecting back between the two seasons, I actually think that me, for me, coming out of season A and then doing season B was actually a blessing in disguise because I came in a lot better yeah, the second time. Yeah, your physique had changed, yeah, definitely. So there was an opportunity to build some muscle there. You came in leaner too, Yeah. based on the two... Um, periods yeah so yeah definitely yeah so okay so talk us through the excitement of peak week and then run us through um your shows and particularly the first one all right so you say excitement of peak week (laughs) so uh, this peak week and i'm not going to mention names kate stewart mclean (laughs) but uh i was really i was really hyped up for peak week because she told she's like Peak week's the best, you get all this food, blah, 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 blah. So I remember, I remember <laughs> you sent me my first peak week spreadsheet. I opened this and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is this shit? Like, she said I get all this food and for like four days, I'm on like, <laughs> like, am I supposed to eat ice? No, it's not that bad, but you know. All in, all in context. All in perspective, yeah. it's not a lot to expect to, to push a lot of weight with. So, <laughs> um, and you're already tired. Like, yeah, let's of course. Face it, you're already hungry because mm. there's a moment in prep where you start getting hungry and then it just um, accumulates <laughs> throughout. <laughs> it doesn't go away, does it? No. So by the time you're at peak week, 
you're famished. Like, yeah. you're just going to eat someone's face off if they say something wrong <laughs> to you. Um, you drive past cows and you see steak, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, I laugh, but I can relate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and, and you can't have, you know, we don't eat red meat six weeks out either. That's right. Steak was like <laughs> the <laughs> thing. Um, so, yeah, so my, fir- my first moment of receiving my peak week sheet, mm. I crapped my pants <laughs> for two reasons. So, first of all, I said to you, holy shit, this is actually happening. I remember texting you. Reality like, kicked <laughs> yeah. in, yeah. It's like... We actually made it. Yeah. Um, so one minute I'm scared, mm. the next minute I'm like, what the fuck am I going to eat? <laughs> the next minute I'm excited, the next minute I'm like, what the fuck am I going to eat? Because that's pretty much like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the stock standard. Uh-huh. Um, so, all right, so we set set ourselves up and we go, all right, let's take one day at a time because that's the only way you can get through yes. peak week, I feel. So taking your mantra on, I hand all of my worries over to you <laughs> and I just go, it's not my problem, Paul can deal with it. Exactly. I just do my food, put it in my mouth, That's it. the end. But then another disclaimer, like we backloaded you, so you did get a lot of food towards the end. I was of getting the week. to that. Okay, good. I'm just, I don't want people to think I'm starving all my clients. No, yeah. no. I, I, I speak in jest about that. Um, no, so I'm, I'm on the, the low calories at the start of the week. So yeah. we get through the first, I think the first week of was four low days. Yeah. And then I had um, a higher day. Mm. And then I had, which is about, um, you know, normal people's maintenance calories, you know, 1600 or something. Mm-hmm. Then I had a massive day yeah um so i was on over 2000 mm. um and then i went down to 1600 the following day which was the day before comp yep. so um so all i had to do in my mind was get through the four days so yep. day by day just took it as it came mm-hmm. um got my high days that's all very well and good um difference being is that when you haven't had so much food for so long and then you go to eating a lot of food on those those backload days for peak week it's very, very hard to not want to eat entirely the entire pantry out. So um, it's very much you plan your food yes. and that's what you put in front of you because otherwise um, it's probably recipe for danger to some people, I guess. I reckon. Um, and then, um, so we travelled down to Brisbane yes. uh, for all of the shows. Yep. Um, the first one we went to, uh, we stayed at a hotel the night beforehand just to try and um, take as much pressure off of myself as possible. So like make it nice and, and you calm don't have to travel and easy. on the day, yeah. It's a good idea. In theory, that's a good idea until your hotel has a fire <laughs> evacuation where they evacuate the entire hotel at four o'clock in the morning, not the day of your competition, and you're trying to get a decent eight hours sleep so that you don't look puffy yeah, the next ready. day. So there's there's number one. Um, that's the start of the, the whole season. <laughs> My very first experience of comp, I get a hotel evacuation. Makes a good story. Um, what everyone found funny was that I took every single freaking um, bag that I had packed for comp day with me. So to only take the essentials, to me they were the essentials because there was no goddamn way I wasn't stepping on that stage yeah, yeah, yeah. in the morning. Absolutely. So, so I had 
my my comp bags, which anyone who's competed before knows is not just a little handbag. <laughs> it's like suitcases. So I had like a suitcase and my giant gym bag <laughs> um, with me while everyone else was normal and left the hotel room with just their mobile phones and their wallets. <laughs> um, so I got some very strange looks there. Um, um, my tan wasn't great for the day. Um, when we got there, we had some issues with stuff. Anyway, it was a bit of a um, an interesting first show. Let's, <laughs> let's put it that way. Like getting ready for a wedding, isn't it? There's always something that's going to go wrong. Yeah, yeah, and it felt very much, very much like that. Yeah. So it was like you're all hyped up to do this stuff, and then and then it just doesn't quite go the way that you had planned it in your no. head. Um, so, but again, we had the we had the team there. So um, Kate tomorrow myself were there uh, we had heaps of our team members come down to support us so Absolutely. we're probably more grateful than they will ever realize that they came mm. to that show because um we, we weren't feeling great about the situation yep. um so yeah we're really appreciative of that um but yeah finally got to step, step out on stage i felt in myself that when i was posing um, that I was like vibrating, like shaking uncontrollably. Mm. Um, I get off stage for the first time. You're like, "Wow, how'd that feel? That was awesome!" I'm like, "Do I not look retarded?" Um, and everyone of like my family members and stuff came and saw me, and they're like, "Holy crap, you nailed that! You looked awesome!" And I'm just like, "They're not seeing what happened. <laughs> because that's not how I saw it in my head. Yeah. I felt like I looked like I was." I don't know, having a seizure or something, like I was shaking that no, much. It's just, it just built up energy and nerves, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, so um, after like after the first time, first time on the stage is always, I guess, the the hardest, yep. the most nerve-wracking, um, and then after that, you kind of, let's go, let's get into it. Nice. And, yeah. Yep, and you, you went all right, didn't you? You got a couple of places, I think, from there. Yeah, I got it. Um, I got third in my first division mm. um, and then didn't play so well um, following that because, because I was um, a little bit too lean. Oh, that's <laughs> so, right, yeah. Um, I had a lot of, um, my, well, I mean, my quads are ridiculous regardless. So yeah, they're always cut. A bit of, bit of un, uncontrolled stuff There's happening there, but that's that. okay. That's cool. That's part of the sport, isn't it? it means up a division for me. Yeah, so. that's right. <laughs> So we move, move on to, what was next, ICN, ICN in Brisbane? Yeah, ICN. Um, you did much, a little bit of there, didn't you? Much respect. Um, it's a well-run show yeah. as well. Um, I did do really well in ICN. Um, so we did, uh, when I say we, I did. <laughs> street model. I had nothing um, to <laughs> I did street model because yeah. I love jeans and... You're like, what the hell? But I'm like, why not? It's a bit of fun. Absolutely. So, um, the only thing was that I've never posed in heels before. <laughs> um, and I forgot that I needed to wear heels. So uh, Crystal let me borrow her heels. Thank God. Um, someone had heels for me. So Crystal let me borrow her heels. Um, and I'm walking up and down the corridor. And you're like, what the hell? You're never proud. I'm like, yeah, well, I used to dance on a bar. Anyway, that's a different story. <laughs> um, <laughs> So um, we did, um, yeah, street model first, which is the first time in Queensland that they've done that. That's right. Um, and I won. You won. Yay. It yeah. was awesome. Um, I just, uh, 
you told me that I had to bring my um, coyote, coyote Ugly persona out. Yep. And I said that I don't know if you were ready for that. <laughs> well, um, it works. It works. So, <laughs> so we nailed that one because yep. it's uh, it wasn't as much about the um, posing and stuff. So I kind of just went out there and had a bit of had a bit fun, fun. Yeah. smiled a lot. Um, you know, winked at the judges and you know all the cool stuff that yeah, you get yeah. to do. That's right. Um, did your own random flexing. I, I don't know. It was just a bit of fun, but yeah. did win it. So just saying. Uh, and then we had three sports divisions after that. Yep. Um, so it's a big day, hey? It's actually massive. Yeah. So anyone who um, thinks posing is easy is wrong. The starters <laughs> and you need to practice a lot more. If you think you've practiced enough, you haven't. Mm. Um, and then it's also extremely tiring because of what people might not know is that we pump up backstage as well. Yeah. And we don't just do it once and then get on stage. We're literally pumping up almost all day. Yeah. So it's on and off. So, you, you know, you pump up, you eat some food, pump up, eat some food, pump up. And in between all of that, um, you don't consume a lot of water during the day, whereas the rest of the week you're consuming quite a lot mm. because, you know, we're trying to be hydrated still. Um, so it is very, it's a lot harder than people probably realize, um, and, and give it credit for as well. Um, so I had three other divisions, um, they, I placed in one of them, didn't place in one of them. I came out for my last one, which was opens. Mm. So this is the one to me that, that counted, like the one that I wanted. Um, and I remember standing backstage with you and we're pumping up and I'm looking around I'm like I cannot beat these girls like it's just a bit of a psych out backstage sometimes because you just that whole self-doubt thing rolls in and you're trying to keep me focused like don't worry about them just keep pumping up like (laughs) you know keeping spirits high and so I go out on stage and I'm like you know what this is like this is it like mm. this is your last division just give it everything you've got so um i posed as hard like as hard as i could or as well as i could yeah um so hopefully I did money crowd <laughs> um and i came away with the win for that which i didn't know at the time but you guys are like ah! you're screaming you're like go backstage you gotta go out again i'm like what are you talking about <laughs> and then that placed me in like my muscles are twitching all over the place and um yeah so that was an absolutely unreal experience um getting that for my first show yeah so that was, that's not bad yeah, it took me first, five years to make an overall <laughs> you did it in your first bloody weekend <laughs> second, weekend. <laughs> second weekend sorry yeah but yeah so, so that cool. was cool was really cool awesome and then uh, we went on to NBA uh, first weekend in November yeah um, another another federation and, and that was the season, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I although I didn't um, like place as well in that federation as I mm. had hoped. Um, I, regardless, I always look back on my photos for NBA and yeah. I'm so proud because I look amazing. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. Well, that's the photo I put on my wall. That is the one you've got on your yeah. wall. And all my clients come in now and they're like, "You're on the wall!" <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so I'm like, yes, I made it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it's, you know the, this, the 
contest prep is always subjective, you know, and from federation to federation, they all interpret criteria differently. So, yeah. uh, you know, you might do well in one and not so well in the other, but yeah. it doesn't and matter. And um, like their divisions are, are actually differ a little bit from that, each That's other, right, yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. right. And again, it was, I was probably, I probably should have just sucked it up and gone fitness in the end, realistically, mm. um, but, you know, it is what it is. So. That's okay. That's okay. Cool. So now, you know, reflecting back, like, you probably couldn't got any more out of that season. No way. You know? Yeah. Um, Good experience. Absolutely. Yeah. And how how did the reverse go? Do you find that quite comfortable or did you just want to eat the house down? Or? Uh, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a reverse where I'm not going to want to eat the house down. <laughs> I think that's just, it, that's just your body. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, I found it a lot harder the second time, um, only because I had a lot of family events literally week after week after week, and then it led into Christmas and um, everything. So, um, again, I think I mentioned it in the last podcast, my mantra is always just get back to it the next day. So don't be like, if I eat some crap on Friday, I'm not going to go, oh, fuck it, I blow the weekend. Let's just wait till Monday and start again. Exactly. It's not not how I roll. So I just get straight back to it. I think we, did we put you straight up to sort of a maintenance level to try and get you ahead? Yeah, Yeah. you put me straight on maintenance um, because um, I think that was... That was what we did after transformation. It did quite well. Yeah. Like I did quite well with mm. that. Um, so it's not, and that's, I guess that it, it is actually one thing that kind of kept me kind of sane because mm. I always went back to the fact that I'm like, because I think you put me straight up to like 1600 or I something. Yeah, that sounds about right. Round about there. So I was always going back to like, even though I felt like I was dying of starvation yeah. still, because it's ridiculous really, but it's just how, how it works. Mm. Um, I'd always say to myself, come on, like 1600 calories is what you started. Yeah. Like be yeah. realistic here. You're not going to die. No. Like you're, you're okay. You eat more than most people. You're okay. And that's just what I had to keep telling myself, I yep. guess, was don't, Folk, like it's just trying to get away from the food focus I think because yeah. it's just it's something because you're so concentrated it, on it in prep it can, can become very obsessive it, it can yeah. become very obsessive so you just have to keep redirecting your energy yep. and again I'm really lucky in the fact that you know I have my own business and I'm I'm leaving my full time work mm. and so I had I have a lot of that to focus on so Absolutely. I've kind of got that redirection as well yep. yeah yeah so we got your food relatively high, if memory serves me correct. What, 22, 2300, oh, something yeah. like that? Well, I haven't tracked for three weeks. No, but that, you know? that's... So I'm probably realistically eating probably about two and a half now, yeah. I'd say. But that's the ideal situation yeah. to be in, where you're eating, for lack of a better term, intuitively, yeah. but you still have the understanding of what you're eating. Yes. And the necessity around, you know, adequate protein, carbs, yeah. fats, etc. So Yeah, so protein's still a big focus. Like, I always try and get my yeah. protein in, and I harp on it. My clients know this, that yeah. I harp on about protein because um, I'm still lifting a lot of weight. Yeah. Um, and, I'm, and my strengths come back really well now. So, yeah. um, you know, for and I know on the weeks that I don't consume the right amount because I feel like crap. Like, yeah. my muscles are sore I'm tired like mm-hmm. so I I'm yeah very much concentrate on that and because you're eating that it's it's one of those foods that makes you full too absolutely so yeah 
yeah so a lot of that and i just try and eat i eat the same food that i eat in prep i just eat more of it yeah so it's not it's not a big deal for me anymore really that's good yeah i'm over the whole like i think i had um because i was craving mcdonald's through prep and i'm not a big macca's fan but I had Macca's a couple of weeks ago and it was like probably the best McDonald's you're ever going to get, right? <laughs> like it was freshly cooked. Yeah. And I ate it and my husband says to me, Lee says to me, how was it? Yeah. Was it everything you hoped for kind of thing? And I went, actually, I'd rather have cooked my own burger at home. <laughs> it tastes like grease. Yeah. So uh, like after being basically in prep for a year, I don't... I don't want it anymore. <laughs> so he's like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, no, we're going back to stir fries and stuff. <laughs> so, um, so I don't think that panned out the way that he wanted it to. But, no. you know, that's all right. That's good thing. Not my problem. No, exactly. <laughs> okay, so based on all of that, um, you've obviously indicated to me that you want to compete again. So the, yes. the experience, you know, starving and, and obviously being depleted and yeah. nervous and self doubt and all that sort of stuff has not put you off. A goal of getting back on stage, bigger, stronger, not at all. leaner. Yeah. Not at all. Cool. Um, I think that the like the biggest thing about this whole time I've been with, with you is the change that's and I was saying this to a client the other day. I've got heaps of before and after photos and yeah. you share them on your stories all the time and I share them on my stories all the time. Yep. And that's great because like my body's changed so much. Like I look back, um, I'm not quite the same way as at the end of transformation. Mm. If I put a photo of transformation and today yeah. side by side, I don't even look like the same, totally different. same yeah. person. Yep. So I've changed physically a lot, mm. like a lot. But what you can't show a photo of is your mental change, mm. um, which is disappointing because it would be really cool to see the change between when I first started with you and now because yeah. it, I'm a different different person, Big 100%. So... Yeah. Um, and that's why I love it is mm. because it is challenging for me and I like to be challenged yep. in life and um, and I like the exercise in between as well. Obviously, you've got to exercise to get to stage and, yeah. and, and build muscle and stuff like that. Um, but it also, like exercise is good for all kinds of things like your bone density, like going into your later life. Like I want to be the 80-year-old who can sit on the toilet by themselves. <laughs> So yeah, it, that keeps me going as well. And if, if I'm going to exercise, and then I've got an exercise goal to aim for as well. So, yeah. yeah, but I, I just, um, it was great. It was great fun. And it, it's really hard watching. Um, so all the season eight preps are coming yeah, up on yeah, Instagram yeah. and stuff now. And I'm like, Get fun, do mate. I want to do I want to do season B this year? And <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Uh, it's always the partners that suffer. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's one of the questions I ask everyone. You know, make sure your partner's supporting because <laughs> yeah. they don't know what the hell they're in for. They don't. They don't know. <laughs> they think uh, they do and they don't. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> cool. Okay. All right. So that's that's your your contest prep experience. I wanted to talk to you about that. So let's uh, let's move on to your PT business now. So yes. you're obviously fully um, founded in that. You were working here mm-hmm. for a period of time while you're prepping, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Now you've started up at World Gym, so big box gym. Um, talk us through the, I guess, what what the outside people don't see in terms of the amount of workload, yeah. 
what you have to do to, to obviously develop the business, get yourself out there, and then the time you spend on clients. That's yeah. probably a good topic to, to yeah. discuss. So, um, like, oh, God, the amount of respect I have for you now is just, <laughs> like, I, I respected you before, don't get me wrong. Um, but the biggest misconception I think that people have in relation to a personal trainer is yeah. that, um, so I charge $50 for a half an hour session. Yeah. Um, that $50 a week includes um, the half an hour PT session, so face to face with me. Yeah. It includes um, their program outside of me. So we sit down and talk about um, how many sessions they want to do outside their PT session. Mm -hmm. um, they get access to my app, which I don't charge them for, I pay for that. Yeah. Um, and um, check ins as well. So that doesn't sound like a lot to some people, but number one, if you're a, a PT who's specifically programming a client for certain reasons, so people will come to you and you could cookie cutter plan some people, except that you can't because someone's got a knee injury, someone's got a bung shoulder, someone can't do this move, someone can't use this equipment, yeah. someone doesn't lift as much as the other person. So in theory, cookie cutter, great. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. Um, so you've got that programming time. So mm -hmm. it takes time to logically sit down and think about, okay, what's this person's goals? You know, if they some people want to build quads, some people want to build glutes, some people want to build shoulders, some people just want longevity, some people hate lifting, some people want hit, some, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So many factors that come into programming it's not funny um, and if you're a good pt then you're doing it for that person yes. so you're specifically saying this is your goal this is how this is going to get you this goal mm -hmm. and then we're going to reevaluate that see where you're at and then you've got progressive regressive like all different types of exercises if someone sat down and did an exercise bank you would be astounded <laughs> to see the amount of movements that there are both ways as well so you know you, you don't just deadlift like there's regressive and progressive deadlifts and all of anyway there's just so much thought that goes into it so that takes time yeah um it also takes time to keep in contact with people so what people don't understand is that so i message you for example sometimes um at four o'clock in the afternoon i say hey paul what about this and you're like this 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 Hey Paul, what about this, 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 this? So you have a conversation with someone, but I'm one person and you've got 70 clients. So if 70 clients are messaging you that day, there's a whole bunch of hours right there that you're responding to people. Yeah. So, you know, there's that time factor um, and there's also the time factor of um, check-ins. So check-ins, <laughs> check-ins take a lot of time because we actually care about <laughs> what you're putting down in your in your check-ins so people who like me who are overachievers and like to write you an entire like um, story about your your week <laughs> which is helpful to you well it is absolutely more information about yeah 100 percent. but it takes you time to read through it mm. and then it takes you time to go okay so kelly's feeling like shit this week her weight's gone up 200 grams, but she has only slept for four hours a day and she, you know, is super stressed because she's working 20-hour days at the moment. And so I'm going to tell her it's okay because the 200 grams that she's put on, which is nothing in 
the scheme of things is probably because she's not getting enough sleep and she's not, you know, she's stressed out <laughs> to her eyeballs. Yeah. And so, you know, she's just inflamed, her body's not okay, and that's the response that it has. I have a meltdown because I've put 200 grams on. So if you, you're going to tell me it's okay, but I'm still going to have that meltdown because I've put 200 grams on and girls focus on numbers, let's face it. <laughs> and then it's a snowball effect and oh. I'm, you're now managing me for 30 minutes in the morning trying to calm me down. So, <laughs> you know. Times that by 70. Right, right, right. So, so people are like, oh yeah, Wow, 50 bucks for half an hour, that's a good rate. No, it's not just half an hour, everyone. Yeah. It is not just half an hour because all of those messages that we get at obscure hours of the night, we get emails, you've got questions, um, we've got the programming, we've got the check-ins. It's not, it's not $50 for half an hour. We're, we're probably getting paid the same as, you know, a, some child over in uh, <laughs> some other country <laughs> in a sweatshop. Like, it's a, lot, it's a lot of hours. It is a lot of hours. That's not including the fact that we're expected to post content that helps yeah. people. So that's filming of ourselves. Mm. Um, we've got to, we want that content to matter. Yeah. So we're not just putting crap up for the sake of putting something up. Um, you want it to be insightful. And some days, let's face it, you have writer's block and you're like, do I even know how to do this anymore? <laughs> like, um, then you've got to work out, you know, oh, have I posted that in the last, you know, month? Is this going to make sense? Is it relevant at the moment? Is there new study on it? Mm. So there's a lot of exercises, and I know this because this is a recent one, so somersault squats are a good example, <laughs> where people are looking at you very strangely in the gym because they don't know what they are, but it's a new, yeah. you know, newish kind of developed exercise, and it does hurt your quads. So it's obviously, you know, an but exercise that is effective. Yeah. Um, so then you've got to explain that to people and so there's just <laughs> so much more work and then the fact that being in a box gym, I'm not the only PT there, right? right. So people aren't ringing me saying, hey, Paul's Body Engineering, I need you yeah. because you're your own, your own gym. Of course. I've got seven other people to compete against. Yeah. Um, and so I've got to make my content matter to the people who you know, who I'm going to attract. I, yep. You know, I tend to attract um, women, uh, mums generally come mm. to me. Um, so I have to make sure make sure that I'm there as well in the times that they're going to be at the gym yes. so that if they need help and I can start building relationships. So it's, a, it's just, it's not a half an hour session. But then behind the scenes, you're running a business, so you've got to do your own bookkeeping, oh, yeah. accounting. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like marketing. Um, purchases. You know, purchases. Your Stock take. Yeah, <laughs> business cards. And, oh, it's just, yeah, it is. It's never ending. How many it? different social media platforms are there? Well, that's it, exactly. You know, Websites for people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, that, okay, that's a good summary because you're right. It is, it is, it's very... Uh, consuming or can be, yes. you know, particularly when you start too. Like I remember when I first started, you know, years and years ago, you you, you want to be present, you want to pr provide content, you want to be available, you know, you're there all the time and you pull the big hours and you accept whatever work you can get. Um, you know, I'm obviously in a, a more fortunate position now where I can sort of pick and choose the hours I work, but you still got to put in a lot of hours. So you've got to give a gold standard because yeah. 
there's so many personal trainers out there, as yeah. you're aware, you know, and, yeah. and the, 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 the fit colleges and, and institutes that do the certificates are just continually pumping out people. So, yeah. you know... And there's, there's no gap between getting your certificate and starting your business. No. So there's a big learning gap there. Big time. Whereas, so, um, you know, you, I'm fortunate enough to have you. So you've gone... If I had it over again, this is the things that I would do. Mm. And so because I've had you there talking to me about that, I've been able to implement those things, which means that it's cut some time out yeah, for me. Yeah, fast Like, yeah, like working out, oh, what am I actually doing? Yeah. So I, I was very fortunate to have you, so thank you Oh, that's that. all right. <laughs> I, I, to the same extent I had Leon before I started. So, you know, there's... It's it's always like good to more and more it, learning. It is, down, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, as you improve and get better and streamline stuff, you can pass on all those benefits. So yeah. it just makes makes things easier. And it's yeah. good to get trainers into the industry that actually know what they're doing and know <laughs> what they're talking about. Yeah, you know, yes, well, <laughs> it's, um, you know, at least then their clients or your clients are yeah. going to get you know the right results and the right education yeah. information. Yeah, and that's right. And you definitely want to be um, providing that high standard because I, like, I didn't come, I didn't, at 37 years old, I didn't go, stuff everything I know, I'm going to throw that in the toilet and I'm going to start an entirely different career just to be a PT. So, you know, um, I'm constantly asking you for, um, like, learning material. I'm constantly um, trying to update my skills, so I'm doing boxing certificates soon um, because I want to learn about those things. And although I love lifting and that's primarily my, you know, bread and butter, I'll still go and do um, other things because I think that it's important to have a rounded kind of idea. Absolutely, Um, absolutely. So it's also the constant learning as a PT as well. You need to, and because it changes so fast, Mm. You need to always keep up to date and there's so many different, you know, things out there that get thrown around and before you say anything about it, you want to research it because it's really hard to know the difference between, you know, something that's legitimate and something that's just an internet sensation kind of thing. Huge, yeah. yeah. That's that's a very good point. People don't realise the ever-changing landscape of health and fitness because, you know, there's so many physicians and doctors and, and within this industry that are constantly doing studies and research on training methods and nutritional yeah. principles and <laughs> ways to you know improve your physique and what caffeine does to the body, like all this sort of stuff. So yeah. it's just a bombardment of information. Yeah. And then there's the misconception and, and you know... Or diets this, that pop up from 50 years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The hysteria around uh, someone doing this diet or like... Um, Jillian, what's the... Um, Jillian Michaels. Jillian Michaels, man, she put out a, a. Did you see it? A video the other day. I saw Lane Norton. Oh, Lane Norton. Torn to pieces. She, she was going on about protein and how too much protein can, you know, term it, like, oh, I'm not going to quote her, but she just made these radical statements about how much, how too much protein can. <laughs> Can, harm you. Yeah, harm yeah. you basically. Yeah. And Lane's just ripped into it. Good on him. And so yeah. so did some other evidence-based practitioners. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's yeah, just Yeah, thank like, God for those people. Oh in my the God. Yeah, you know, and that's the problem. Like she's got 1.3 million followers, so they've all listened to her and gone, yeah. Oh, I'm eating too much protein. Yeah. When in point of fact is, no, you're not. It's not a problem. Don't. Well, I've still got clients who come to me and they're like, um, they're like, oh, 
I got fat because my family eats carbs at night. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm oh, just no. like, it's just a facepalm moment quite often. It is. But in their, everyone's defence, you don't know until you know. Yeah. So it's that's that's exactly true. Like I get it all the time. I still get the inquiries saying I want to tone up, and it's like, dude, oh, <laughs> uppercut. It's your favourite word. Isn't oh. it? <laughs> I had that I had is the inquiry line. Do you want to tone up? Yeah, do you want to tone up? <laughs> oh no. I had a, a consult yesterday, and and you know the woman was lovely, and she saw that I got the game changers panel mm. poster on my wall, and she pointed that, and she said, "What do you think about that?" Because I've just recently watched it, and uh, like. My immediate reaction is I want to just launch rip, 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 yeah, <laughs> rip into it and just say it was rubbish, it's stupid, you know, but I've got to be professional about it. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. a whole other story. <laughs> look at my YouTube on the, the panel yeah, discussion yeah, yeah. if you want to listen to that one. Um, but look, it, it's, it'll, be, it'll, it'll be a never-ending cycle. It will. You'll, yeah. Every time you have someone new who has never had the education based from evidence-based people before who are, you know, they'll just ask, it is, yeah. yeah, they'll just ask those questions, they'll, they'll you know, carbs at night's a perfect one, or, you know, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm on 1,200 calories, I'm not losing weight, well, you're probably not eating enough, like, yeah, that, yeah. you know, stuff like that, like, it's just, yeah. it, it just, <laughs> it, it does, it, you can get frustrated, but you've you got to take a step back yeah. and say, hang on but a second. But I was there too, right? Yeah, well, like, the, when I started with you, I yeah. was on 1,200 calories a day, and it wasn't I working. can't lose weight, yeah, I go exactly. to the gym four days a week, you're like, you probably, and I, and I look back now at some of the conversations when I first started with you. <laughs> I look back now and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I told Paul that. <laughs> and, it's like, and I'm like, oh God, like some of the stuff that I hear now, I'm like, that was me to Paul. He must think I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, that's, but that's a good thing. Like, you know, you can, you've now got the opportunity to change someone's perspective yeah. on health and fitness and, well, and better their, their overall health. Yeah. And that's, um, and that's why I'm here. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a big positive. And then they, they may be able to relate that to, you know, family, friends, else, and then yeah. did that ripple Anyone effects. Anyone else. Exactly. You know, yeah. so it's a good thing. It is really a good thing. Yeah. So it's, it's good to, to get your perspective on that because, you know, many people just look from the, from the outside looking in, they just see us train people and go home. Yeah. And there is a hell of a lot more to it than just or that. like we go home in the middle of the day, for example. Yeah. And we don't come back until the afternoon. Everyone's like, oh, they must have this cushy, Plenty you of know, time. cushy stuff where they're just doing stuff at home, whatever they please. Yeah. Or going fishing in the middle of the day. It's like, that's not what no. we're doing, people. No. <laughs> it is not what's happening. Like this morning's a perfect example. I, had, I have an hour and a half window between my morning period and then the mid-morning block. I've got to vacuum the gym. I've got to do a post on our group for yep. the check-in reminder. Yep. I had to do three program updates. I had my kids here who were getting picked oh, yeah. up. Yeah. You know, uh, I had to eat and I had to train. Eat, in nine... don't eat anymore. No, no. <laughs> All in 90 minutes. So, you know, you, you do push the envelope when it comes to time. Definitely. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's good because, you know, many people see personal training as a career opportunity. They see, they think that you earn big dollars as well, which you can do, don't get me wrong. Like, you can make good money out of it if you're successful, but it takes time. Yeah. You've got to build your reputation up and you've got to hang on. Um, I think most recent stats suggest that turnover is about every six months. Yeah. Personal trainers pull out what they're doing. Yeah. And you can see why. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so yeah, it's it's certainly not for everyone, but if you, you're willing to give it a go, it, it does have its perks. That's I, for sure. In saying that, 14 hours at the gym yeah. is not 14 hours at the office. No. 
for me. It's a big difference. I yeah, because I love it. Yeah. Like, I do actually really love well, it. Well, that's, that's yeah. you know, you go from something that you do because you have to have a job to something that you enjoy. Yeah. Makes it a lot easier, doesn't it? Much easier. Cool. Hmm. Um, thank you, Kel. I think Alrighty. that's all we've got. Um, so, if anyone would like to follow along with you, give, you, give your business a shout out. Um, so, apparently this is hilarious, up yourself training, so <laughs> it's up yourself is one word, and then training um, on Facebook, on yes. the business page, uh, on Instagram, it's at up yourself underscore training, okay. uh, I don't have a website because... I'm too busy looking after someone else's. And, <laughs> uh, and um, or Kelly Greenslade, you can find me through um, my personal profile as well. So, uh, yeah, cool. over. Cool. Well, I won't ask you who you'd have dinner with because you answered that in the last one, unless that's changed. I, I, I think about it every time I listen to your podcast, actually, because yeah. there's like there's so many people I would have dinner with, but my uh, my recent one's probably Kevin Hart. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That'd be pretty funny, yeah, actually. Yeah, he's, he's so clever. Yeah. Like, he's just a very intelligent person. He trains, too. Like, he's, he, he's, yeah. he's a regular gym goer. Yeah. 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 I reckon you'd need to have a drink if you had to sit down with him oh, for dinner. Not? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I think he's actually on, like, quite a sober training situation. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, because right. I... Um, because uh, Joe Rogan was my last one, right? Yeah. That I said last time, because I love Joe Rogan. Yeah. He's great. Um, but I listened to the podcast, Joe Rogan podcast, with Kevin Hart. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I right. think, because Joe Rogan's into training as Oh, well. he's like, a beast. Fit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a beast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I listened to that, and I'm pretty sure that, yeah, Kevin Hart's quite quite a sober. Yeah, so okay. Sadly, yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. Cool. All right. Thank you, Kel. Thank you for your time today. Um, and as always, if you have enjoyed this podcast, please share it on your stories and tag myself, Paul's Body Engineering, and, and obviously tag Kelly as well at, at Up Yourself Training. And as I say to every client every single day, have a great day.